When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. DNVR Broncos post-game show coming to you from Studio A, where the A stands for ass, as in the Broncos are ass. Going to get worse? Probably. Is this rock bottom? Uh, no, rock bottom was last week. Really? I feel worse. This this was one of the worst games that I've ever seen. Yeah, because even before <laughs> this, like, obviously the Broncos are bad. We've known. But it did feel like, you know, they have the defense. Like, maybe they'll have the spark. Like, the first half of that last game, you're like, oh, the offense is kind of moving. But now, like, watching that one, it's just straight up, they're just bad. Like, there's just bad and there's no... No, no, no goodness about it. Just bad, bad, bad. I guess you're right. It's just you can only re-rock bottom. Like, how many times can you hit rock bottom? I guess they're just like a bouncy ball. Yeah, yeah. And you gotta go uh, up, though. they just keep. But that's finding. the week. They like uh, work. To, they try to work their way up during the week, okay. and then they just fall right back down to b- rock bottom. Okay. Um, yeah, it's like the the bottom of the ocean is just so deep, and you just keep exploring new mm. dark places. You know, maybe there's oh. like what do they call it where there's like a big fall off on the sand, like, oh. like a trench sometimes. Yeah, maybe something like that. There's so like they're they're just like a little pebble, and the tide rolls, and then they roll down oh. another drop off yeah that's that that's that's what's happening um and honestly guys i'm watching today but not just today watching the whole season and then watching today is maybe the worst realization about this team that i never thought i would say the broncos have to completely rebuild and they are in such a terrible situation in order to do that when you think of rebuild you think of okay, load up on draft picks, go get use all the great draft capital you have, and then it's gonna take a couple of years. Well, the Broncos aren't in that position with Russell Wilson, uh, and they don't have that first round top five, top three pick because they gave it to Seattle. But this thing, uh, I mean, we we just see it, and I think we got a little glimpse of it today. The defense is not nearly as good as the stats indicate. Uh, the, the defense is, is not this dominant defense. When when a team wants to do something on them, they're typically able to do it. So this is where I disagree. Uh, and, and I totally understand where you're coming from. I just think they quit. Uh, I think, and maybe not even like they thought they quit. They're just so worn down and they have no belief in the other side of the football that they've lost their edge. They've lost what drives them. They've lost the desire to play for Nathaniel Hackett and all, you know, and so on and so forth. And so that's why I think you saw what you saw today was a team 
that, especially on the defensive side of the ball, has nothing left to give. And you just never saw any juice on the field today. They came out like a dead fish and just flopped around for, you know, for 60 minutes. So for me, that was more of the issue today. But the, you know, the, the, the late game drives are a great, you know, point to what you're saying. Right, right. And, and, and just, I mean, the score didn't indicate how much of a blowout this was. Mm-hmm. It was it was way worse than 23 to 10. And honestly, it felt worse than 23 to 3 before the Broncos, what, had their ninth opportunity to score in the red zone uh, on that series, the <laughs> garbage time series. Yeah. They just couldn't get it. It was like a joke. It was like taunting us. Like, are you just end it? Well, I just turned to Henry and I said, the Broncos are running out the clock on their own comeback try. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And he said that and I was like, wait, comeback? What are you talking about? And I looked and I was like, that really is kind of reasonable. Like, it, it just like you take the teams out. Comeback is possible there. When you throw in the Broncos, that's why you don't even realize at the time that a comeback is a potential thing that could happen. Yeah, and clearly it didn't happen. But but really quick, uh, on this defense, um, the Carolina Panthers got to do whatever they wanted from the start of the game, in, in my opinion. They ran the ball 46 times. That's because they and, and, and they ran for four yards of carry, 185 yards. That is the defense not doing good enough because the, the defense knew exactly what was coming 46 times. But then that is just, I mean, such... Uh, uh, punch in the gut to the offense because they just said, all we have to do is run the clock out. We are going to score more points than you. Let's just not have Sam Darnold throw interceptions. And then Sam Darnold, 11 for 19, 164 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, 103.8 passer rating. I, I, I personally was very disappointed in the defense and obviously the offense... You just think every week it can't get worse because they're the worst scoring offense in the NFL or bottom three week in and week out. And then it just does get worse. This this was their worst game, uh, and uh, it's against a defense that has some talent, but I think they're the 20th best scoring defense in the NFL coming into this game. So it all leads us to what I would say is the question of the day, which is, is this Nathaniel Hackett's last game as head coach of the Denver Broncos? There's, there's, there's just no returning from this for Nathaniel Hackett. So I don't know if this game is his last one, um, but, but I'll stick with what I said last week. When we talked about this, I said if it's an embarrassing loss um, against a really bad team, then it will be. And that's just, I think it probably should be. Uh, because, like you said, Ryan, just doesn't seem like the guys are playing hard anymore. Um, and it's it's so bad on offense, so bad on defense, uh, or, or so bad on offense and just a- as a team uninspiring at all. So now I don't see a path where Nathaniel Hackett is the coach in 2023. So if you're going to make the move, you might as well do it now. Yeah, I mean, I uh, well, I said again this week, I think if it's a 30-10 to 10 loss, then he's probably gone. Winds up being 23 to 10, but it was 23 to three at one point. Like it was so ugly. Yeah. There's so many things that you point to and say like that, that's just unacceptable, unacceptable. And because of that, I think it was enough. And I do think he's going to get fired tonight. You have remember there's no, I know everyone knows this, but there is no upside to losing none other no. than where your third round pick is. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. So, you have to try to do anything and everything you can to win games. And 
especially based on my opinion that the defense has quit on Nathaniel Hackett, I think that you have to do the one thing that can probably get them, get their heads back in the game, which is to make their coach, you know, Ejiro Evero, the head coach. And you say, hey, look, defense, you are playing for, for him to be the head coach. You know, like, that's your guy. Play for him. Forget all the rest of it. Forget Russ. Forget Hackett. Forget out and forget Clint Kubiak. You guys are playing for Evero, and that's what you have. That's what you want to be prideful of. That's what you have to hang your hats on. This has to be the end. Um, it's unfortunate. Nathaniel Hackett really is a great guy, uh, and I think I do believe there's a world where this season goes totally different um, if things hadn't gone off the rails so early. But it, this is the reality. Uh, you cannot be three and eight with the investments that they made into this team, and with new ownership not having you know had a hand in this. It's time they're sitting there with their four and a half billion dollar investment saying it's time for us to have a hand in this. And it, it's time to to blow it all up, all up, because what did we find out in the past week? We found out, OK, it, this team isn't bad just because of Nathaniel Hackett's play calling. Right. I mean, just an absolutely uh, a bad half, second half last week and then just an awful game plan uh, and calling of the game and execution starting from Clint Kubiak, obviously Nathaniel Hackett's involved there, and, and of course Russell Wilson in the offense. But this isn't just your your one coach away, your one move away. No, no. this thing, you need to completely change this. Uh, and so that's why I think whether it's today, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's at the end of the season, it's more than just Nathaniel Hackett. And that's kind of the, the worst realization is just it's so bad that it's more than just one move away. But you are at the point where – there's really nothing that Nathaniel Hackett can do realistically uh, to to save his job. And uh, I don't really care about this season, Ryan. And, and while it doesn't matter uh, if the Broncos win or lose these couple of games for the future in terms of uh, getting back on the right track and getting those draft picks because they don't have those picks, uh, it, it, it does. Now you need to just start evaluating for next year. Mm -hmm. And... If that means just having Evero be the head coach to see what he's like, then, then that's what it's about. So I'm focused on the future 100% now. Yeah. I mean, you, you still do hope they get just a little bit of momentum at the end. Momentum doesn't matter. Uh, it does. I mean, the, the difference between finishing 8-9 and, and finishing 3-14 and 14 is just so big. But they're not going to finish 8-9. and nine. Probably not. I Probably mean, not, but, it, but there's a big games. difference. And that's, that's the one thing you're playing for is... You just hope that you have something to build off of. You have a couple players stand out because right now, like, yes, you need big changes. What do you need to change? Literally everything. Yep. So if you could come away from the next month and a half and say, hey, at least Brandon Johnson looks good. Like, we got something there. Or, you know, Marlon Mack, we can bring him back for next year and he can maybe be our number two. Or Mike Boone when he comes back. It's about those little bits and pieces just having something to work with because you can't, you can't just throw everything away. There were people in the bar here today saying things along the lines of, like, you should just bench Russ for the rest of the season, like, say he's hurt and just save face. I don't think you can. Now, if he actually is hurt and banged up and, you know, kind of the conversation we had earlier in the season, I'm now at the point where I'm saying, yeah, you know, pull the plug. At the same time, in my opinion, the only thing you can get from this season is momentum for Russell Wilson, right? Like, he has to try and win back some of the you know the players in that locker and we're going to talk a little bit more about Russ in the second segment but he has to try and build some confidence he has to try and build something 
benching him for the rest of the season and being like, all right, go get him next year, I don't think helps. So I think momentum, it doesn't matter um, as much in terms of wins and losses as it matters in terms of individually. You need these guys to start playing well. You need Pat Sertan to come back a little bit, right? Two back-to-back bad games. He needs to get back on track. And again, I just feel like you're, you you took a little bit of the defense's soul every time that you lost a game where they had a great performance, and eventually they just broke. And I think Pat Sertan, who was playing flawless football up until last week, is a microcosm of that larger problem, which is just like they just don't have that same edge that they brought to the table so Mm -hmm. i do think that you kind of have to fire nathaniel hackett just to try and create some sort of change and do something um and and i'm with you zach on the fact that like winning a couple games at the end of the season doesn't translate but you know beat the chiefs it'd be nice would be nice or i mean i know not realistic it doesn't feel realistic at all right now um you know beat the chargers to avoid getting swept in the division if you can't beat the Chiefs. There's a couple little things that you have to play for, uh, but I think first and foremost, you have to give these guys some energy, which they clearly didn't have today, and that was the most disgusting part of it all to me, is how do you come out flat? I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I do understand it, because I sure as hell came in flat. I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't excited about this game. I wasn't looking forward to this. You know, and I don't think they were either. But you're in a very different For position, sure. Ryan. Sure. And, and fans at absolutely have hit apathy at this point. These losses don't hurt anymore because people are just ready for this to happen. And they they see it week in and week out. So they're used to this. But players, are you freaking kidding me? If, if you don't like your coach or you don't believe your coach is doing a good job, well, you should still be out there giving it your all. So zero excuse on that end for me. Um, but, but that is something that maybe a new head coach does come in, an interim head coach, and give him a boost. But again, I'm not looking for a boost. I'm looking to not have Dom Capers be the interim head coach to get this season back on track. No, we're not on this season. It's Evero. See if he can be the guy. See if he can still call the defense while being the head coach. See if he would just prefer to be be the head coach and not call plays on defense and give him what do you have? The Broncos are 3 and 8, so you have 6 games left. Give him a 6 game sample size and go from there. But yeah, I just I'm so disappointed with this team from from top down oh, starting yeah. starting with George I mean going all the way up to just under ownership because ownership hasn't done anything yet uh and from George Payton all the way down well and and the fans want blood at this point obviously everyone you know you're almost anyone in my mentions wants to see Hackett fired but I'm also let's have this conversation since we're gonna go to Russ in the second segment so we'll wrap it up with this here people also have officially turned on George Payton do you think at all he is in danger of losing his job? He should be as well. Um, and uh, George Payton, as, as, as I mentioned, Troy Rank said this, um, uh, has said this for a couple of weeks now. George Payton has aced every single quiz but failed the midterm and the final. I think it's getting more intense than that, though. Because now let's look at more of the moves George Payton made. Instead of just focusing on Russell Wilson, the Russell Wilson extension, and hiring Nathaniel Hackett. How about the Broncos' biggest move in the offseason in free agency? Randy Gregory. How has Randy Gregory been? He's been exactly 
who we thought he was going to be, and the Broncos just turned a blind eye to the injuries. So he has now failed. How about the Broncos' first pick in this draft? Nick Benito. I saw him out there today. I literally saw him and saw 42. That was the only thing I noticed of him. He is not looking good. You keep going through and looking at, at other moves he's made, and other big-time moves are not looking good for George Payton. And uh, if you are going to tear it down, well, you have to look at the very top with George Payton. So I, I think he absolutely should be, uh, his job should not just be safe because he's George Payton. Hank? Yeah, I mean, you have to have the conversation. I'm still, like, I just can't get rid of him. Because, again, like, would another GM have traded for Russell Wilson? I'd say probably yes. Yeah. Like, you don't know for sure, but I'd say probably yes. Man, that's just I'm... such an excuse in my mind, though. That's fair. But, I mean, that's just how it goes. It's like the Broncos needed goes, a quarterback. The Broncos were desperate for a quarterback. The quarterback option presented itself. He went and did it. It was wrong. Yeah. But I do kind of agree with the sense of... The process was right. And it's hard to say. Like, John Elway passed on Russell Wilson when he had a chance to draft him. Would the height issue have stopped John Elway from going after Russell Wilson again? I honestly don't know. Um, Would be a good thing if he did from where it sits right yeah, now. For sure. Russell Wilson couldn't even throw to the outside today without getting the ball knocked down. Um, so like, You have to look to the future, though, not just the past. It's like, who do you want making your decisions going forward? Are you going to find somebody you trust more than George Payton? And maybe the answer to them is yes, but to me, it's just the talent evaluation. If, if I'm picking somebody who I want to, to rebuild this team, I go with George Payton. But George Payton is no doubt a great scout. And mm -hmm. there's no doubt I think he's a really good assistant general manager because he does know how to scout. Mm -hmm. But so far, what we've seen is being a general manager... The results have not been there. And in order mm -hmm. to view the future, Hank, you have to see how he's done in the past. Yeah. And so far, the, the further we keep getting into the future, kind of the worse it looks for him. So mm -hmm. I think he absolutely should be, his job should not be safe. Um, what, where are you, Ryan? Mm -hmm. Real quick. Jags going for two to win. 14 seconds left. Trevor Lawrence Trevor got Lawrence the ball at the, the minute snap, and a half. Throws to the side. Got it. Oh, my goodness. Jags wow. beat the Ravens. Broncos' next opponent. Well, I guess 14 seconds for legitimate offenses is... is and Justin Tucker. And Justin Tucker. Oh, All right. It's not over. It's not Justin over. Tucker. Um, anyways, I am really torn here. What I keep coming back to, and the question was, should he be on the hot seat or should his job be yeah. in jeopardy? The answer is probably, from a Bronco standpoint, yes. Because, again... That line from London that Greg Penner said uh, about yeah. we trusted George on that one, mm -hmm. right? Was that was that the exact wording? Of yeah, it? I mm -hmm. believe it was. It was to uh, Greg Penner told this to uh, the Denver Post in London when asked about the Russell Wilson contract ascension. He said, "I put I, something like along the lines of I put my trust in George on that one." Mm -hmm. But I think it was it was past tense. I trusted him on that one, or uh, something like that, and. I have to imagine that you make this massive investment in the team and then your general manager puts another quarter billion dollars into a quarterback that, I'm sorry, we can just say at this point, sucks this year. Yep. Straight yep. up. Has to make a lot of people mad in that family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And because of mm -hmm. that, I think that George Payton, his, his job is in jeopardy. I also agree with Henry, though, that... 
you are going to have to make a lot of small moves to rebuild this. And George Payton's mm -hmm. small moves and also a big move in drafting Pat Sertan have been good. Obviously, Pat last two weeks has not showed that. I'm not letting that, um, you know, take away his entire body of work. With that being said, I think he survives this just barely. Mm -hmm. uh, and essentially, he is given the opportunity to press a few buttons and see what you can do next year. And if they aren't at the very least close to the playoffs next year, with Russell Wilson as our quarterback, by the way, remember that that ain't changing. No. Then I think he will be fired next year. But then you're in such a weird spot because this year you're on uh, a head coach for it's one true. year. Then next year you're going to let George Payton hire that next head coach but then potentially fire George Payton if it doesn't work. Are you also firing the head coach? And then you're going to be on your third no, head uh, coach yeah, you're right. in three years. That, that's why it's like, to me, this team is bad, and a total teardown needs to happen. So you're probably saying, I think you made a great point there. You're probably saying, Wait, we'll Justin Tucker somehow is kicking a field goal. I don't know where they are or how it happened. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan. <laughs> Hold on, everyone. Hold on. <laughs> It's not even that far. They're at the 49. So 67? 67, so an 66. NFL record for a second straight year. Isn't that what it would be for yeah. him? Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Two seconds left. Snap, hold, kick. Holy He's shit. He's got it. Short, no, short, 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 short. Oh! Short, 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 short. Wow. Jeez, I would have felt really bad for jinxing the Jags. <laughs> wow. Okay, Ryan, I, I was on the. I, I I was actually very interested in what you're saying. Yeah, no, it's totally totally fair uh, interruption there. Um, I think you made a really great point there. So your decision actually is bigger than I really originally thought it was. Your decision is: Are we allowing just are are we allowing George Payton to be tied to the next head coach? Meaning he's allowed to make this hire. He stays with that coach as long as that coach is here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, and you're probably, I mean, for the love of God, probably not firing the coach again after next year. So yeah. you're saying, okay, are we, are we willing to let George live or die with this next with this next hire? Right. Or do we want a new GM to make that hire and start a whole new clean slate? Again, I understand everyone's anger and frustration with George Payton. I also understand Henry's point that a lot, maybe not all, a lot of GMs in that position probably would have done the same thing, thinking they had the the way out of quarterback purgatory. Mm -hmm. In the end, um, everything's going to crash and burn if Russell Wilson doesn't figure it out. Exactly, and that's why would it would it suck if you have to fire George Payton after that year and get somebody? Else? Yes, it would. You'd still be stuck with Russell Wilson for two more years. Yep. Like at that point, even if you're saying, "Oh, this is even more chaotic," if they're not close to the playoffs next year and that's why they get rid of George Payton, you're essentially just screwed until Russell Wilson is gone. And so that's why I don't worry too much about just how screwed you are at that point because you're really looking at maybe 2025. Maybe 2025 you can get rid of Russ. In 2026 you can. So kind of what you're saying, though, Henry, is we're not going to make any drastic moves because oh, we're all tied to Russ anyways. Um, well, well, in any crazy, it, it, we're, we're not going to move on from George because he brought Russ here. So essentially, uh, he's tied with Russ and he's going to stay here. No, it's, it's because if you think that he has the best chance of rebuilding the organization, then you let him do it. And if you don't, then you don't, but you don't worry too much about, 
well, he could be hiring this coach, and then you have to fire him next year because of that. Or no, but you do when it's three. It could be three different head coaches and three. Oh, I do think no, you no, have to consider but, that. But, again, like you're screwed anyway. Like if you think George Payton can fix this team and he's your best choice, don't get rid of him just because you're scared you might have to get rid of him next year and keep a coach. Like that just doesn't line up to me. Like you're, you're screwed regardless for that next year and a half. So don't worry too much about that. It's about who can fix this team this offseason, and I think that's George Payton. You, you could also make the case that, you know, you don't like George Payton has to live with his sins, uh, and it's up to him to try and fix this uh, rather than strapping some other GM who will be extremely hamstrung trying to change anything with that's that true. massive. That's not a like, job you want. Right. It's like you're going to have to sink with this ship, figure it out. Yep. But you're also going to get paid a ton of money to in, in order to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's a really interesting debate and something that I think is only going to continue to heat up. And let's talk about Russell Wilson, guys, because that looks so scary and scary and scary as the weeks go on. But first, after watching that game, you probably needed a Breck beer in yes. order to make it through. And Breck beer has delicious beers. We had someone tag us on Twitter uh, that they were drinking uh, a vanilla porter in, I believe, Chicago earlier nice. this week. Wow. Uh, and so you can get in. It, temperature is getting to van- vanilla porter season in my mind, but also, of course, Strawberry Sky. They've got the Juice Drop IPA, Avalanche, Amber Ale. They've got so many different beers, and you need to make sure to try them. Go to breckbrew.com to find the nearest Breck brew close to you. Also, uh, come by the bar. Um, Tuesday, World Cup, all or nothing for the United States. Have to beat Iran to move on into the knockout stages. Win and in, lose or draw and out. It's going to be electric here at the bar, so come through, hang out. Come for any of the World Cup games. We open at 6 a.m. every day during the World Cup when there are games on. Um, I actually think that is slowly but surely coming to an end in terms of the 6 a.m. games, but the 9 and noon will still be there as we move on. So uh, come hang out with us. It's been a blast watching the World Cup games here. Obviously, you can come watch football anytime. Uh, Nuggets, Avs, we have game sound on for all these games. So uh, come check out the DNVR bar and enjoy yourself a Bones Highland special, which I had Mm. today, and it is delightful. And also make sure you get yourself Ivaca. Uh, if you want to watch the Avalanche or you want to watch the Nuggets or you want to watch the Rockies, that is the best and least expensive way to do it. Plus, you'll also get the DMVR channel, which is cool, too. Um, if you sign up right now by going to evoca.tv slash DMVR, it will cost $25 a month plus another $5 for the receiver. And you'll be able to watch Altitude. You'll be able to watch Root Sports. You'll be able to watch the DMVR channel along with a whole bunch of other stuff. Again, that's evoca.tv slash DMVR to watch your favorite Colorado sports teams and original DMVR content. How about this, guys? The Broncos, 14.3 points per game, what they average now, is the worst in the NFL. Not just Broncos, the entire NFL since 2000. Who is that team? The Browns. The, the Browns. thousand Browns. You don't have to know the specifics of that team. No, right, right. You just know, like, there was <laughs> yep. a couple decades there you yep. don't want to get compared to. Yep, exactly. Apparently that was the worst of it, though. Yep. <sighs> this is inexplicable. It really is. Um, you know, I've said this several times, but just no one could have seen how bad this was yeah. coming. Uh, and, and I truly don't understand what's happening like i truly don't um because it is not as though russell wilson is worse 
than Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke or Joe Flacco or Case Keenum. Now, he looks worse this year, but I don't think that overnight he went from, at the very least last season, like a middle-of-the-pack NFL quarterback to the worst quarterback or one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL just from a little bit of aging. I really don't think that's possible. So I think there is a insane level of disorganization on the offensive side of the ball that falls on everyone in charge of it. And there is a little bit of hope in me that like bringing in a real legitimate coaching staff could help change that. And the way I view it, and unfortunately, I'm kind of viewing it from the other lens of a, a great quarterback who we thought Russell Wilson was should be able to raise everyone's performance he from should. coaches to players uh, everywhere throughout an organization. And it is just, it's not happening. And, and every week when I predict the under and I predict the Broncos to score 16 points, in the back of my head, I'm still thinking like, this could be the one. This could be the one where, where maybe Russell Wilson uh, turns it on and we're now 12 weeks into the season, still hasn't happened. I am concerned that, like, holy shit, is Pete Carroll the best coach in NFL history for, <laughs> for what he did? Because I, it, Russell Wilson, especially today, looks lost, looks scared, looks so uncomfortable in the pocket. He's literally running in circles in the pocket, and we – don't even see the Russell Wilson plays come out of it. He, it, it, I hope he's just, I don't even know. I hope he's way in over his head and Nathaniel Hackett's offense just doesn't make sense to him. But then that's also scary as hell because it's the NFL. You, the quarterback should be able to handle really any sort of offense put out there. So that scares me uh, as Travis Kelsey, who's washed, according to Ryan, takes it into the house <laughs> for a touchdown. Uh, but but, but, but I, it, it's... I, I don't I'm have a, the energy to defend my bad takes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I am officially extremely worried about Russ moving forward. And Ryan, I hope it's as easy as bringing in the right guy for him. But Nathaniel Hackett just keeps saying, we're building this around him, we're building this around him. And I believe that they're trying to, but are they just that inept where they're doing it the complete wrong way? Or is Russell Wilson just not that good of a player, that elite of a player? Wow, he did it on Jalen Ramsey, too. Um. His ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, a lot of it comes back to that offensive line. I, I think that it's so easy to get caught up in everything else because nobody likes to watch the offensive line, but they've really struggled recently. They've gotten really, really bad. The fact that there's no running game at all. Latavius yeah. had the one big run. They'll make the stats not look so bad. But, but outside of that, they have not been able to run the football. So that, that whole half of playing offense is just dead. Like you're with Latavius, who is your best option. You're just saying, okay, go out there, give us three yards per carry over 14 carries, and that's, that's your job from week to week. That's not offense. That's not how things work. And then it just expands from there. So all of a sudden, the defense doesn't respect the run. They're not sitting in the middle of the field. So that opens the middle of the field up a little bit. Russ isn't taking advantage of that. He's never been able to do that in his career. They aren't protecting him. How many hits did he take again today? Some of it's his fault. And there's a couple times where guys get into the pocket and he's, uh, he's trying to like run around and, and dodge them, and that's just not working. He doesn't have the burst to do that anymore. But that, combined with the offensive line letting guys back there, really doesn't help. And then he's jumping when he goes to throw. As a passer, things are not going well. There aren't many open receivers at this point. He doesn't see them when they are open. And then he doesn't hit him. I mean, you, everything needs to be going wrong for, the, for a team to be this bad. Yeah, like, and everything it, is. Exactly. So if you want to point to one thing and say, like, I think that's it, 
I mean, you're probably right. Like, that's a part of it. But it is literally everything is going wrong. Yeah, and it's scary because the offensive line was the scapegoat in Seattle anytime things were going wrong. Mm -hmm, And I also don't think they ever put together a a good offensive line. Um, But it feels similar to that. At the same time, I do believe a strong offensive line would allow you to get a strong running game if you had any backs. Mm -hmm. Um, And... That would allow you to open things up for Russell Wilson, and that would allow things to slowly but surely get easier for him. So I do think that is the quickest fix, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's not one of those things that you can just be like, oh, we want a new offensive line. Okay, we got one. Exactly. It, I feel- so then that it kind of boils down to, it, at least the way I interpret what, you, what you're saying, Ryan, is uh, what I was saying in the first half. You got to blow this thing up. And uh, where are your assets? On the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. It, you're looking at blowing up the defense in order to get that offensive line and get a playmaker. Um, you're probably just going to maybe have to let Draymond walk instead of giving him $20 million. Use some of that money to go get offensive line and free agency. Uh, pot- potentially trading your top guys on defense too. Justin Simmons. Yeah. Pat Sertan. Now, he's the one guy that I hesitate to, but if you can get two first-round picks for Pat Sertan, <laughs> I mean – you're at this point where yeah. Ryan because and Henry because of the way that that everything has to be built around Russell Wilson moving forward, you have to give him everything now because you're not moving on from him. So, I'm at that point where when I say blow it up, I mean pretty much blow the defense up because you can't win consistently with defense and the Broncos have tried over and over and over and over again and uh, you got to have assets on the offensive side of the ball because you don't have the first and second round pick next year. It is though like a little bit of a sunk cost <laughs> fallacy, right? where you screwed it up with Russell Wilson and then you keep dumping yeah. more and yep. more yep. and more into it to try and yeah. fix it. Yeah. That scares the shit out of me. Yeah, it, it's yeah. totally fair. You got you to gotta dump something into that offense, though, because it's terrible. I agree, but at the same time, what if Russ is just horrible now? What if he is this See, bad, really and, regardless? And you just like <laughs> dumped all these assets into Brandon Whedon. Yep, hey, yep, why, yep. Why not? I mean, you've got three years with him regardless. Yeah, yeah. that's like, the thing is you don't have a choice. If, at if least he's not starting good, next then... year, you get your first round pick back. And if you suck again, then you'll get a high one. Well, yeah. And that's why if you suck and, and Russell Wilson is this bad, well, then you're going to move on from him and mm-hmm. eat a lot of dead money maybe a year or two earlier than you yep. were planning on. But then you'll have that first round pick to at least go and do yep. something with and get a new quarterback. And to me, building around Russ means you start with the running game. You, you just have to get some running game going because that way if he's bad guess what you're going to be able to grind out a couple wins every team in the nfl wins a couple of games just because they can run over a team like maybe not even because they're better just because it it happens broncos haven't had that once you just got to get that going you hope you can build one of the best in the league with javante coming back again that's a risk who knows but to me offensive line is where it starts running game is where it starts you're stuck with these receivers Like, after next year, if you want to switch out Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, feel free. <coughs> this point, you're stuck with those guys, though. Um, I, I can't believe I have to do this. I guess this is just a weekly PSA that we have to share on this podcast. You <laughs> cannot get rid of Russell Wilson. No, you can't. It's in the comments. I see it a million times. Every three seconds I'm looking over there, someone says, get rid of Russell. You can't. It's not an option. So we have to just stop. There, You have to figure something else out. Someone was saying, like, what can the Waltons do about this? I was thinking, like, maybe they can offer him, like, okay, you retire. (laughs) And then five years from now, we'll talk, we'll, like, 
spin up this story about how we've developed a great relationship, <laughs> and we'll give you a stake of the Broncos. Uh, it just can't look like it was a an exchange. Um, that's the only thing I can really think of. But I yeah. honestly think Russ has too much pride to retire at this point. I think so too. Maybe after if, next year, I could actually see it. If he sucks again, um, and he just beat down weekend and, and yeah, week exactly. out. And because Broncos fans have absolutely. I mean, he would become eventually public enemy number one. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah it, it absolutely would. Um, and it's it's to the point where. There, there's the tiny things of, of what you're talking about, Hank, that, yeah. that we got to see today. The 52-yard run from Latavius Hold Murray. Hold on. I yep. still have to. You can't trade him either. You can't cut him. You can't <laughs> trade him. No one is taking on that contract for anything. And, and even if you could. It, yes, and, exactly. You still get hit with all the dead cap that you would get hit with if you, if you cut him. And so really quick, what, what Ryan means by that is if you were to cut him after this season or trade him, $107 million in yep. dead cap, meaning money that you cannot spend, that's nearly half of what uh, the the uh, salary, cap, salary is. cap is going to be. It is impossible. Yeah, you, you it's impossible. There's yeah, no way to heal the team. Have, yes. You could cut your entire roster, it wouldn't save enough money. Then the following year, $85 million in dead cap. Again, just Still, simply simply not possible. Numbers-wise, um, I don't think so. And uh, so that, that won't happen. The following year, if it is yep. as bad as can be, $49 million in dead cap. His cap hit would actually be $55 yep. million. So there you can say, okay, if he's going to be hurting us, let's just pay him essentially the exact same amount of money to not have him on the team. But even then, what an awful situation to be in. But still, the next two years, he is not going anywhere. Nope. I just, people, I, I, now I just give up because people still don't get it. They're saying, eat the cap, eat the cap. There's no way. You can't yeah. eat it's the It's literally cap. impossible. You could cut every player on your roster, sign all college free agents. You still wouldn't have enough cap space to eat that deal. So you can't do it. <laughs> move on. Um, and we're going to move on, except for we're staying on Russell Wilson. Yeah. Very interesting scene on the sidelines today. Sure uh, was. That popped up during the game, and it was Mike Purcell, fresh off of a 15-yard penalty that he drew, which actually, in a way, resulted in Jalen Virgil then fumbling the ball to the Panthers, um, is coming off the off the sidelines, and I don't know if Russ maybe said something to him, like, hey, can't have that, or like something along <laughs> those lines. I, no, we can't have Didn't like, that look like that's, that's what happened? Probably. I mean, Mike, Mike Purcell is walking straight, yep. and then he immediately, like, you could see the words from Russ hit his hit his body because he just freaks out and runs right over. <laughs> what I mean, what could Russ have possibly like? Does he really have the nerve to tell an NFL veteran like can't have that penalty there? There's no, oh. I can't, I, I, I can't put that on Russ or something. Maybe like keep your head and keep your head in the game. That's kind of what I was like. Yeah, that. like, <laughs> hey, don't lose your cool or you know stick with. Maybe it was there, like words man. of encouragement, yeah, 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 yeah. and Purcell just wasn't having it in that moment. Like everyone's kind of sick of anything Russ is doing right yeah, now, yeah. And he snaps on him, and and I mean, is jawing at him. And I think of all the things, like players yell at each other on on the sideline, but Russ's like entire lack of response, really at all, 
was a bit alarming to me. Mm, because it, it kind of reminds you of Peyton Manning and Jeff Saturday going back and forth on the sideline where Jeff is MFing him and Peyton goes over and MFs him right. And it's passion. And, yeah. and, and right after the game, those guys said, no, we're, we're on the same page. You know, we're teammates, uh, the, the classic brothers, you know, brothers fight and stuff. And this was just like no response. And we are getting some answers I should say about what happened. Should we? Surely. Should we hear a couple remarks oh, um, from yes. the podium? This is, I believe, Russell Wilson talking no, this about. This looks like Purcell. Okay, um, this is yes, Russ. yes. This is Russ talking <laughs> about the exchange. I hope the audio is good enough. First, what what happened with you and Mike on the sideline? It, it blew up on social media. So I asked that first. Uh, <laughs> what happened in that, in, in that situation? Mike and I. Okay, so essentially what Russell Wilson said um, was uh, he, Mike Purcell was trying to get him pumped up. He said he came over and said, let's effing go to Russell Wilson. That's what Russ said. And then Russ did say that they are on the same page um, and, and they're good. I'm more interested in what Mike Purcell had to say. Yeah, we, I, okay. Russ Although is always I'm going to I'm sure lie. they got a little huddle. And they sure were told they what to say. Of so, course. so let, let, let's check out what uh, Mike Purcell had to say. Hopefully this audio is a little better. Uh, you know, he said it, it comes from a place of love. You know, we're all in this together. We're all brothers. And, uh, you know, Spark's got to come from somewhere. You know, and I know it's a leader of our offense. So they're, they're about to take the field. So that's all it is. Is there... Kale, can you tell us? I think you're the only person who could hear. <laughs> yep. Uh, not really. It was super loud. <laughs> My guess is it's the exact same thing. My guess is he said, you know, I, I was just trying to get him pumped up and we're fine. All right. I'll, uh, I'll find this and listen to it. Or you can if you want. Um, but this was not, I don't think, what Russell Wilson said it was. Um, I assume it was closer along the lines of, like, do something. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, come on, man. Do something. Anything. Get this team going. Zach? Give us the play-by-play. -play. We're all in this together. We're all brothers. We need energy from somewhere. Or a spark from somewhere. That's all it is. Yep. So, I mean, the company line right there. Honestly, that that's less, though. Think, yeah. Yeah, that makes me think he said something. Yeah, for sure. And it just, if you're Mike Purcell, just the way he kind of flinched and immediately yeah. changed course was, I don't think Russ said anything bad. It was probably just something like, Buddy, you're gonna say something to me right now. You yeah. are gonna say something yep. to me right now? Yeah. That's what it felt like. Again, it's a little bit of conjecture on, on oh, anyone's yeah. part. Um, we could probably try and do some, you know, get a lip reading yeah. forensic <laughs> yeah. specialist. Um, <laughs> yeah. to, the issue is Mike's back was to him yeah, or I know. to us. I know. Maybe someone from the sideline, yep. like a fan, yep, heard it. Yeah, yep. uh, Maybe we'll get a, a better, uh, a better solution to this. But it just feels like another massive problem that the Broncos have is that the players don't like Russell Wilson, and it's something that was warned, um, yep. and we saw in a very public way from all of the former Seahawks. Well. Mostly former Seahawks defensive players. Yes, yes, yes. Which was again one of those things that you're like, eh, yeah. He kind of they felt like he got too much credit for the hard work they did, and blah blah blah. You could kind of write that write that off in that way. But we also saw some signs of this when we were, you know, when I learned about the upstairs office. Mm. It was told to me 
by players who didn't necessarily think that was cool. Right. And it wasn't necessarily like a, a he's you know he thinks he's better than us or anything like that. It was just like yeah he's not really ever around the locker room. He's yeah. in his office, which is on the second floor. Mm. And it was like, wow. Yeah. Um. And you know I was uh, that same person told me of a legendary quarterback that they played with who was in the locker room did not have his office a quarterback who's better than russell wilson right who was like he was he basically said like he was the ultimate one of the guys in fact when i played with him he knew my name the first day that i got there when i was just like a practice squad signee Mm. and so there's like these little things that we had learned going on and all i thought all along was yeah as soon as they start winning all that's gonna go away yep well the exact opposite has happened. Yes, it And has. so not only are the guys rolling their eyes at Russ for some of the more cringy things yes. that he does at first, then they're like, well, he's not really one of us. Then he sucks. And it's just like, I don't, he doesn't really have a leg to stand on for the type of leader that he wants to be. And this is as bad as anything that the Broncos are dealing with right now. Because, again, there's no moving on from Russell Wilson. There's no moving on from all the players who don't like Russell Wilson. Right, right, now right. you're just, like, trapped. And I don't know how they can fix that one. And you talk about trapped and how they can fix that one. We talk about how maybe the Broncos will get a, a new head coach boost next week if they made a move with Nathaniel Hackett. You can't do that with the quarterback position because he, no, he he's, he's stuck here. So maybe the new head coach boost wouldn't even help in reality because you still have the quarterback that that players are, are getting frustrated with to say the least yeah i mean colorado fired carl durrell got a win yep i don't know how that team won a game this year <laughs> anything is possible when you fire your coach yeah for one week yeah exactly for you, one you, week. you get the one week boost it's the only football game i've had fun with this whole season wow that one yep that, yep 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 understand remember <laughs> when the remember when the broncos are two and one going into Las Vegas wow. to oh, actually, play the 0 and 3 Raiders and it seemed like everything was right. Yep. Actually the London game was really fun. Yeah, the London uh, game was fun. Ooh, that was fun. Um yeah. and, and I mentioned Nathaniel Hackett. What do you guys think he was right in front of the altercation? What do you think because there's a lot of stuff going out on Twitter of saying people thinking Hackett did nothing, Hackett didn't right. hear it. He of course heard it. <laughs> you would think. He was but, the like, only one in between them. Yeah, he those cameras, though, when the lenses are so long, like it can look like he's like six inches away when really it's like six feet away. You know, like sometimes you'll, they'll cut to like the end zone view of a play. You're like, oh, here they go. They're lining up at the five yard line. Right. But it looks like like the end zone is like right behind him because of the telescope. So, no, no. I, <laughs> Ryan's looking at it right now saying, no chance. Huh. I see what you're saying. Okay. I kind of see what you're saying. Like it's possible that they were like, he was like six feet behind him. Exactly. When that happened, I just I I will say Hackett was. It sounds like some he's talking to someone in his headset, so that is possible that he didn't hear it with a headset on. Yeah. So you know what Hackett said after the game? He said he didn't see it. Maybe a little wise uh. right there to say he didn't see it because obviously he didn't see it. Um, I I don't know if he heard. It. I would imagine. I guess on the sidelines, there's always just a lot of yelling. So honestly, he he could have just thought that someone was 
you know, just doing typical yelling. Especially the headset over the ear on yeah. that side. And, and so, like, obviously, the I didn't see it could be a cop out. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, see it. Right. It also could be like if he really didn't know that it was right behind him. He doesn't react. He might to, be like, I didn't see it. Like, he might right. think he would have seen it, not just. He doesn't react right in any way, in any way no, at all. Not at all. Doesn't flinch. Doesn't move. Doesn't look back to see what's happening or no. who's involved. No. So, the more I see it, the more I think. He actually might be able to plead the fifth uh -huh. here. Yeah, and, and I agree. Yeah, and maybe he did hear it and all that stuff. There's just so much we can go off of here that I don't need to throw Hackett into this big mess. You know? <laughs> You'll give him a break on exactly. this one. Yeah. It's it's like when they lose like fifty to zero and somebody's like, "Yeah, remember when the that one tight end missed his block?" It's like, no, not really. It's kind of the side of the screen. Like, there's enough we can fight about right. with all this. Yeah. It's like, it, yeah, it's whatever. It's very true. Ryan, after doing some uh, some more micro-analyzing, what are we seeing here? Uh, there's like a Bronco staffer who definitely sees it, who just looks the other way immediately. <laughs> oh, God. Um, like, not like a assistant coach or anything. Like, you know, so just... I'm so happy that wasn't Hackett because he would just be getting roasted. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously some players who see it. I'm looking closer about like Russell Wilson. I think he says, I got you. Russ says that to Mike. So that would yeah, support what would. he said. Let's effing go. Yeah. I got you. Do something. Let's get points. Yep. Whatever. Let's effing go. But I'm pretty sure Russ says, I got you. I got you. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe the story is. Uh, I shouldn't say I'm pretty sure. There. I should say that's what it, it looks like it to me. It could be. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, there was, there was a. a Bright spot, man. It's so tough to even say that, but a cool little moment. And let's oh. hand out our Draft King Sportsbook, King of the Game here to Brandon Johnson. Okay, his family is like, man, yeah. what a cool game. Yeah. What a yeah. cool opportunity. First career NFL touchdown. But I mean, those those kind of sad uh, dying horns that you guys just did was not just this being the only touchdown, but how they got it. Yeah. Oh my God. At that point, it was like, just don't even, I mean, this is just kind of like an insult now that the Broncos are going to have like nine chances to score and then finally get one when it, when there's just broken coverage. That was the most like plotting touchdown ever. Ugh. It like, if you were trying to ice a lead, that would have been a great drive. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Not when you're just desperate to score. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's uh, I I'm really happy for Brandon Johnson. Let me try to yeah, put everything yeah. aside. Yes. Really. Great job. Uh, went through a lot, obviously, this year. Um, was really impressive in camp. Dealt with the injury. Was able to stay around, which I think is a testament to work that he put in in camp. Yeah. And once he got healthy, was able to get out there for him to get his first NFL touchdown. Uh, hats off, stoked for him, stoked for his family. Um, yeah, yep, that yep. that good, good, good way to put it. And let me tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook because right now you place five dollar bet on any NFL team to win, you get a hundred and fifty free dollars in your account if that team wins. That's a great way to get your account started for new customers, and they've got so much going. This this past few days has been insane with how much sports has been going on. And let's say there's a game that you don't really have interest in, you want to get some action in on it, DraftKings is probably offering you a boost. In fact, today, another 250% profit boost on a parlay. So I've got one, going to figure out my other one for later today, maybe tomorrow. But DraftKings is always dishing out great ways to get in and have some fun. We're up to how many games have they played? 11? Uh, 12. 11. 11, you're right. Three 11. And uh, 10 and 1 on unders. 
Broncos games. Wow. <laughs> yep, it's a pretty good bet. They Impressive cannot stuff. set that number low enough. Nope. So what today ended up being today got a little juicy at the end. Because 33, though. Yeah, 36. A lot of people got the number at 36. And the Panthers could have kicked a field goal instead of going for it on that fourth mm, down, which would have pushed that. I actually got it at 37, so I was sitting pretty either good, way. Good, good, wow. man. And the unders, I mean, I'm going to give that out tomorrow for my DraftKings pick of the week. I don't even know what it is. Just, but the under is just too good. So you may just want to jump on that before anyone else Who do they play does. next week? Uh, Ravens. Wow, that's like a, a great unders game too yeah. i don't think they can set it low enough i completely agree is it and possible they set that at like 33 and a half or something no because lamar I so think, people yeah. are just gonna be like well he he has the chance he has it's the potential like yeah yeah he scored like 20 points today yep exactly no, 27. so many field goals though like they so were just getting inside the 10, yeah. inside 15, mm. kicking right. field goals. Mm. So head to the App Store now, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> app now, and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get these offers. That's promo code DNVR, and make sure to see our show notes for details. Also make sure you get out to Infinity Park. Uh, the American Raptors are, uh, are an awesome rugby team based right here in Glendale, Colorado. They're made up of, player, or of athletes from other sports. They're soccer players, football players. They teach them how to play rugby and then put them into that program at Infinity Park, the American Raptors, with the idea of teaching them enough about rugby that they can get onto the U.S. national team. They just finished up their second uh, season, and uh, things went pretty well. So make sure you stay tuned to the DMVR Rugby Podcast with Colton Strickler, and uh, <laughs> make sure that you also uh, uh, read all the written content. And if you're looking for tickets, AmericanRaptors.com. There you go. Uh, shall we hear from the people? Oh, man. I bet they are ready to talk. Here's oh the first thing that we're going to hear from the people. I put out a poll oh. um, at noon. I think it was like mm, third quarter. No, second quarter. Okay. And I said, would you rather A, continue watching the Broncos okay. or B, redo all of the Thanksgiving dishes? Oh, uh, my gosh. Meaning all the mess <laughs> that was created from all of the cooking that was done at your house. What would you rather do? Zach, guess the results of the poll. Oh, Thanksgiving dishes. 1,500 1, votes. What was the percentage? Ooh, I'm going to say uh, 70%. 88% of people oh my would goodness. rather do the dishes for the rest of the day than watch the Broncos. I got to give props to the people because that's uh, that's the active route. You know, watching the Broncos mm. game, you can at least just be doing nothing. That was someone, uh, someone did say that. Like, well, at least I can just sit on the couch and drink beer for the right. Broncos. Yeah, exactly. That's a wow. We're back to bad and boring, right? Uh, I mean, we're well past bad and boring. <laughs> Abysmal bad and boring. boring. <laughs> was a few weeks ago. <laughs> Abysmal and boring. Um, What's worse than boring? Gosh, I don't know. Uh, sleep, Tiresome? Sleepy? Yeah. Like, not only is it just boring, but it also makes you tired. It's abysmal and unconscious. Wow. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, yeah, something. Unwatchable? But it's it's like it's definitely it's that. like mentally draining to yeah. watch the Broncos. Like it's not just like wow, I'm bored. I wish I could do something else. It's like, God, I feel like I don't know. I I feel like my my soul is slowly but surely leaving my body through every orifice. It does feel like that, doesn't it? Good yeah. way to describe it. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's not yep. very fun. It's yeah. so unfun. It sucks so much. Yep. Um. All right. Well, that was bad timing. Uh, <laughs> I guess we could just read them from the we side. Can. Uh, first one comes in from Stephen Sholey as we get to the Super Chats here. Wait, don't you have to read it? Stephen Sholey? You know, like you would say? Sholey? 
Sholey. Sholey. Sholey from Stephen Sholey. Oh, boy. Uh, (laughs) Russ has blown his Hall of Fame Fame chance. He's big bad. I mean, if it continues on this path, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, then Pete Carroll will be a Hall of Famer. He probably already was going to be. It's um, like first ballot now. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get a lot of credit, and and I think they'll probably retroactively give additional credit to the Legion of Boom. Mm. They might get all members in. Oh, man, I do not. I hate them. I do too. I can't stand the Legion of Boom, but yeah, it'd probably be right. Yep. Um, wow. Real quick, over under on when we find out Nathaniel Hackett's uh, fired. Like, set the time. Um, I would I would go uh, seven fifteen in the morning tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, I'll take the under. So sooner? Yep. Yeah, I definitely mm. take the under. There's like the six a.m. news that comes out, but I also think this could be like a late night. I news think we day. might get like a midnight. Yeah. Mountain time drop, so like two a.m. Eastern. Well, call me if it happens. I'm gonna <laughs> be asleep at that point. <laughs> I I would love to be asleep, but I'll probably be awake. I uh just just do it, just do it now. I don't see what, what the holdup is. Just wait to get off the plane. Yeah, it's also a totally different... I guess it's not... Uh, it's the same PR, so they, I feel like, would have a hand in when the news yeah, drops. Probably. But it, it does feel like maybe we might get a change-up of, like, the Broncos almost always do things in the morning after. They almost always do something. Like, right. maybe it's uh, it's different this time, and we just find out soon. Mm, I mean, if it's eventually going to happen, just make it happen. Yep. I was uh I just looked up the Pro Football Reference. They have a Hall of Fame monitor. Oh. So it just like scores every quarterback. So right in front of Russell Wilson and odds to get in, Ken Anderson, Eli Manning, Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. So like Roethlisberger's getting in. Those other two Eli's probably for sure getting in. Right behind him, Cam Newton, Matt Stafford, and then Boomer Esiason, Joe Theismann, those guys who didn't get in. He's right on that line. He is. Because Cam, I don't think, is getting in. And he's working against himself. He is. Right. And, I would and guess he was higher on this list before the start yeah. of this year. Coming so, here, I thought he was for sure going to be a Hall of Famer. Now I am yeah. questioning it. Should so I just thought go, he was padding uh, stats for five years at the worst. Yeah. Should I just go put on the producer headset and bring up the super chats? <laughs> <laughs> we may need you. <laughs> that, uh, as long as we can record Kale's reaction when he gets back. <laughs> yes, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Screw it. I'm doing it. Oh, there All we right. go. Oh, I love RK it. RK to the producer. RK chair. producer. So do we call you super producer RK moving uh, forward? He's got to earn, earn, earn it. Yeah, that's true. We don't even know Junior if he producer, can, uh, RK. Junior interim yep. producer? Uh, okay, interim producer, uh, yeah. It is a football show. Oh, interim. I said intern. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So in the comment <laughs> the- section, let us let us know if you can hear Ryan. He was just talking. Yeah, he was. Um, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Boy, we're just... Hopefully uh, the answer is yes. I don't think we uh, we're just have a any... three and eight podcast right now. We are. RK getting it done. Jose, you got to help us out a little more. Uh, Are you hearing, Ryan? Not really. JJ Wright said not really. That's that's not good. Barely. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear him now? Can you hear him now? He just said, oh, T-Mobile commercial. No, just came in. Maybe, uh... no, here. maybe maybe we just uh, Ryan just takes the rest of the show off from talking. All right. Wow. All right. Okay. What about now? Can you hear him you now? Hear him Definitely now. not super producer. Kind of barely. Yet. Very little. Let's. If there is no other no, sound. No, they're saying you don't have a mic, no Ryan. Mic. So. Um, Said, can you hear me now? Uh, 
Not very well. <laughs> wow. Ryan, if you just bring okay. them up and you can join us again, yeah, I, I can, can read back. them enough. Um, next one coming in from Andrew says, my foil hat conspiracy theory, the only way the Broncos would get Russ is if Seattle gets a top five pick. If Russ is this bad, well, I got a new name for him. Jamarcus Russell Wilson. Wow. Yikes. That's harsh. Yikes. That's harsh. And that's what we're looking at right now, guys. Do you know what pick the Denver Broncos are sending the Seattle Seahawks as of now? First and foremost, I'm officially retiring from my oh, production career. Oh, wow. what a shame. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Damn. good news. Uh, but the good news is we have Kale back. Yay! Um, Kale, you probably chose the worst possible time to leave. <laughs> I then tried to take over for you as producer, yeah. and it went horribly. It did go badly. <laughs> um, so let's go back uh, to... The third super chat that we have. Really right? quick, really quick. What's your guess? Yeah, we, we'd be starting there. What, what's your guess on uh, the pick the Seattle Seahawks are getting from the Denver Broncos for Russell Wilson? Number three? I would guess three. Bingo. A top wow. three pick. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, and, Will Anderson maybe? And, uh, well, Chicago's at two right now. So Houston's for sure taking a quarterback. Yep. Chicago, no. Eh. So you could be talking about CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. Yikes. Big time yikes. Big time yikes. But still have to hit. It does. It does. But yeah. if you're talking about a top two quarterback in a draft, you feel pretty good about it. Oh, especially yeah. with this year. Yep. Yep. Uh, also for the Jamarcus Russell thing, completed 52% of his passes in his career. Russ is at 59 and a half this season. <laughs> 18 touchdowns, 23 interceptions. Russ is at 7 and 5. What Russ is, this? is 59 uh, is coming down after today, though. 131.7. I think that's including today. Um, it makes no. it look like it. Spot okay. track, or are you on Google? Oh, Google. Okay, maybe it does include it. Okay, um, um, he was at fifty nine coming into today, and oh, today he was not. at fifty five. Sixty five quarterback rating for Jamarcus, eighty three for. So he's not Jamarcus Russell bad. Fair enough. All right, next one. Uh, Hackett needs to go. Only watching Nugs and Abs. You may, get life. Your, may get your wish. Bring in, uh, bring U.S. World Cup in there too. The fellas think it'll happen within 12 hours. Yep. 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 We're gonna be yep. up early tomorrow. Yeah, that is for sure. At least there's World Cup games on. <laughs> that is also true. Alfredo says this is whack. You could feel or you could tell the team is done and not even trying out there. They need to fire hack it like yesterday. Any coach slash OC combos you would like to see next year? No. The 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 I mean just <laughs> just the one that's just so obvious, lazy. I don't know how you want how you want to classify it. I think you can classify it many different ways. Is Dan Quinn um, and who is it? Schottenheimer with him down yeah. there in uh, in Dallas. I mean, that's the one that just makes the most sense, especially if it's George Payton making the calls still because how much he likes Dan Quinn, how he was close. But Dan Quinn could easily turn the job down. He could say, oh, yeah. unless the Waltons say, here's $15 million to come do this. Like they could get yeah. him if they really wanted him, but he could say, I don't want to go somewhere where I'm going to be put in such a tough spot. Totally. He and could. also, the Broncos passed up on him last year. True. Uh, no, well, I don't think they did. You don't think they had the money to get him? I just think that 
the, I think that the the Cowboys made a really compelling case to him to keep for him to stay. Man, that's just that's brutal yeah, though. Is. If you're gonna get passed up for for a for a head coaching position to stay a, a defensive coordinator, but you also look at what that Cowboys defense is doing, and now we're sitting here saying, I mean, yeah, he might pass up on the Broncos again. Right, exactly, exactly, like, and, and might be the top candidate up. somewhere. Yeah. All right, next one coming in from Steve says, I've always liked Mike Purcell. I love him today after watching him yell at Wilson. Do you guys think that that was perceived just completely positive for Mike Purcell, him doing that? Yep. And what does that say about just where Russell Wilson's at with the team, with the fan base, everything? Yeah. I mean, there's not much more you can say about this stuff that we haven't already said. Like, it's they are in dire straits. And there's not many ways out. No. That's why you kind of have to bring in like a Russ whisperer. Like someone that you know he has a good relationship with, that has had success with him calling plays, and so on. So just keep, in a way, keep doing what you're doing, though. Because Nathaniel Hackett, it's all about Russ. Russ can do whatever he wants on the field, off the field. We're just going to let Russ be Russ. Instead of taking the other approach of saying, we're going to have someone come in who's going to put Russ in his place, who's not going to uh, let him do things his way, who's going to tell Russell Wilson what to do instead of being told what to do. I just think you have to find a way to make him successful. Not like, and, and, and by that, I just mean like bringing someone who knows what works for Russ. Right. And try and recreate that. At this point, I mean, on the football field, you have to do that. Yeah. Because uh-huh. you're stuck with him. All right, next one. Kyle says, I don't even know what to put in this super chat. This team is so depressing. I don't know if Hackett gets fired before the end of the season. Uh, more suspect Outen and Stukes gone tomorrow. I don't know. Sad mm, face. I mean, that is a good point about could there be could there be scapegoats and maybe not even scapegoats could deserve for that uh, to happen. The, the Broncos special teams today. Just absolutely atrocious. I mean, you get a great return for Montreal Washington, and then it's brought back not by one, but two penalties. You get True. the Mike Purcell penalty on special teams. You have the Jalen Virgil fumble on special teams. You have a Brandon Kamanis kick. This is all in one game. They execute a fake punt on you. I mean, just talk about how bad special teams is. Chris yeah. Waitman had a decent game. I know, and that's what stands out. Like, they've just been so bad for so long. I was like, huh, really punted the ball well. It's like they've 44 return yards on five punts. That's that's not bad for the Panthers. Like, I was so, it's really not that good, though. It just feels really good after everything we've seen. <sighs> Next one. Uh, a Chiefs fan sent Wilson back in the year 2078, Terminator style, to destroy the Broncos. Hopefully, we draft uh, John Connor. Cheers from Wallow Gang, Australia. Oz, oh, Oz. <laughs> from uh, from the Wizard of Oz. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't either. We really appreciate you you chiming in. Doesn't look like there are any John Connors in college football right now. <laughs> I think that it was a reference to the movie. I think so too. But oh, oh, oh you're John Connor. You're saying it was an option. All right, fair Not enough. Not an fair option. Enough. Seth Stewart says, "Here's a few bucks for your electric bill." Hope it keeps your f- lights on and on there when there's dark times. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Really appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, Court says Russ is the worst quarterback I've ever seen. Can't believe we're hitched to him for the next three years. 
Kind of crazy. I mean, in terms of Broncos history, at least in our lifetime, I think Russell Wilson is playing the worst of any quarterback. He, he's basically Joe Flacco. Yeah. Man. Joe Flacco with an incredible amount of expectations. What was Joe yeah. Flacco's QBR versus what Russ is at? Oh, I'm sure it was better. I, today's QBR is going to be abysmal. Yeah, it really is. Because even the, the completions were all short. Yep. And honestly, if you do the QBR in the first until garbage time, oh my goodness. Like we may be talking 20, 10, 15. Ugh. <sighs> Until garbage time raises though. it up to 30 or something like that. I don't like think that. it's going to be that high. He's like at 27 on the season. That's a, oh my in terms of just, oh, QBR, I do have that. Eh, I have quarterback rating for Flacco is 85.1 in Denver, 83.3 this year for Russ. Okay. QB, I have That's QBR, Joe's QBR, 50.8. So he was average. Oh my God. Russ's is so much worse. Russ's is so much worse. Henry, do you have Russ's I don't. pulled up there? You said coming into the game it was in the 30s, Ryan. I think it was 27. Um, wow, that is, and it's only going to come down today. This year, Russell's quarterback or QBR, thirty-two point six. Okay, I was a little it, low. It'll, on. it'll be below thirty after today. Oh man! All right, next one. Uh, Kyle says, "Here's more money. Where well, does Russ you. rank in Broncos' favor, Orton Cutler?" Um, well, I Cutler was he was a Pro Bowler. Cutler was, and also drove out of town. Like yes. he, by oh, Josh McDaniels, so I think so. Or what are we is, talking about? Or just goodness? I think in terms of like where he where he falls in the fans' eyes. Yeah. So kind of at the bottom all of it. Yeah, he would be at the bottom. Well, and if it continues to go this way, Russ still has an opportunity to pull himself out and be what we thought he was going to be, right behind John Elway and Peyton Manning in terms of best quarterbacks to ever play for this franchise. He does have that opportunity because he's not going anywhere. So he still has a couple of years to turn it around. But if he stays like this, probably at the very bottom, not just because um, the expectations, but because of how crushing his contract is going to be to the team for many years. I worry that this thing is going to get to, uh, if it doesn't change, is going to reach Melvin Gordon levels. Oh. And, then, and then some. Easily. Yeah. Yep. And I, again, I said it after the Melvin Gordon thing. Like, I don't want players feeling like this on their way out of town. There will be no stopping. Russell Wilson from feeling the same way about Broncos country as Broncos country is going to feel about him if the things don't change. It's very true. Yep. Unfortunately. Next one. Uh, from Chad, Russ again sits on the bench after drives. Purcell shows all of our frustration. Hackett doesn't even call a timeout to avoid a penalty. Pathetic. Need change. Gotta think change is coming in, yep. in some form or fashion. And the Broncos had to call a timeout on that last drive where they had the ball and it's like you're gonna need all of these yeah like it was almost like a, well let's just score here because you know it'll make things feel better yep exactly and that's what that last drive felt like also game management questions um heading into halftime again so that that was just weird and confusing didn't really make sense um and man if justin Alton gets fired that would just be I, I mean, if he's like a scapegoat, like the only one to get fired, that'd be so messed up. It, it would honestly be gutless from the Broncos. Yeah, it w because you didn't even give him play calling duties. He never did anything. Like, if you want to fire someone <laughs> under Hackett, fire Clint Kubiak. At least, like, you would be able to say his play calling was that bad. His true title is, like, assistant to the head coach. Imagine saying yeah. that about On the any, offensive any side. other profession, though. Like, you can't fire him. He never did anything. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. I'm just saying, like, you you can't fire Justin Outen without firing Nathaniel Hackett. 
It's he never right. did anything. It's, it's, it's so <laughs> Can't not fire him. It's so not right. <laughs> it, honestly. And then also, like, if, if you're firing just Stooks, it's like, well, yeah, special teams was bad, but you have a lot more issues than just special teams. And also, it's been worse. It's been plenty worse Honestly, than today. Because like, you, if, you're firing, if you're firing someone, you're almost doing it like a, to appease, right? Like, the people want blood, so you'll give it to them. Yeah. I think I'll be more mad if they fire anyone, anyone else. Like, either fire Nathaniel Hackett or don't fire anyone. Oh, I see. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, but, you're not going to appease me right. by firing Dwayne Stooks or Justin Allen. Well, if and they you fire know Clint Kubiak. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> wow, you suck. And you, you know, know what, Ryan? I, I think everyone's with you. I think fans are there with you. Like, don't try to, like, toss some meat to the piranhas. Yep, yep. I wonder if, if Nathaniel Hackett isn't fired tomorrow. I wonder if we would be seeing a statement from owners, the, the, the statement of death uh, from owners come out saying, like, we know change needs to happen, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, like, we... This isn't acceptable. Yeah, this isn't acceptable. Yeah. Um, we have our team's back right now or something. We're going to evaluate everything. <laughs> yeah. Broncos ownership. You Broncos think? country. Let's evaluate everything. Oh, man. If you'd want to get... big pun. Wow, yeah. If you'd want to get really brutal, you'd say... They would say, in the words of Nathaniel Hackett, we evaluated everything, and we are moving on from Nathaniel oh, Hackett. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fake Oof. pun's got to be one of the top momentum swingers in yeah. football. Oh, yeah. Uh, all and right. This, this, was a, this was a punter pass. It was a dime too. It was a was. strike. Is that Riley Dixon? <laughs> yeah. That's out Riley there? Dixon. That yes. is Riley Dixon. <laughs> but a little bit scary here is he had to come back behind the sticks to make the catch. Yeah, uh, that's true. Riley, that's disappointing. Hell of a route. Nice, nice rip, Riley. Yeah. Uh, okay. DK says, anyone got a spare bedroom in Denver I can crash in for the next three to five years? I live in <laughs> Seattle and it's rough out here right now for Broncos fans and just continues to get worse every week. Oh man, I feel that's got to be yeah. the worst place to be. I can't yeah. imagine show up to work every day and everybody's saying, "So how about those Broncos?" Yeah, <laughs> yep. Especially the uh, Seahawks are playing right now, and what what do we have going on in that game? Uh, the Seahawks are down twenty one twenty to the Raiders. That's so many points, man. That that game sucks Not even too. Time yet. Who do you want to win? I mean, I guess the Seahawks, but yeah. like they've been. The Seahawks are getting so smoked by the Raiders? 21-20, so close game. Oh, 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 oh. But, like, you never want the Raiders to win. I mean, I guess you have to say Seahawks, but they've been, like, ruthless yeah. this year. It's true. That's Brutal. a tough one. Brutal. I think I want the Seahawks to win. I, that's, I yep. think you have to eventually yeah. say that, but it's not fun. Also, the, char uh, the Cardinals were up 10-0, the, the kiss of death on the Chargers. Ah. Everyone knows you never want to be up 10-0. <laughs> yep, of course. It's very true. Now they're down 14-10. Mm, there you go. Same yep. same path that the Broncos always yep, take. Exactly. All not right. today. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, that's and true. And the announcer said, well, Broncos fans have to be thankful they're not up 10-0. I was like, <laughs> oh, honestly, <man. laughs> I'm not going to say what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Next one coming in from Kyle says, where does this the fall or where does this fall in the fans' eyes? Or where does he fall in the fans' eyes? God, I'm depressed. I think he was asking like about the whole favor thing. That oh, was a yeah, follow-up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I see. Thank you for that. Next one from Brandon Barry. Uh I have no idea how you boys do this day after day, week after week, loss after loss. I get it's your jobs uh to talk about this, but what else is there to say about this team? Today feels different. Thank you guys for everything. Well, thank you guys for everything, honestly. And that's a generous $20 super chat yes. from Brandon. Um, you guys are the ones who uh, who make this 
Uh, I saw, I mean, I ran into quite a few people yesterday at the Buffs game who came up and said, hey, we love we love DNVR. Um, so that's that's what makes this worth it. Also, I do mean it when I say don't ever feel bad for us. Like, yeah. we, we're living the dream. Yes, um, the, we are. The, the team could make it better, for mm-hmm. sure. sure. But could. don't feel bad for us. We'll be no, right. don't. And we really appreciate the support. And like we say all the time, we're here through the tough times, the good times, and really they've just only been tough. They, we don't yeah, know. They've, what it's only, like they've only been tough. Good <laughs> I guess when they got Russ, that was a good time. That was it was fun. very fun. And it's only fitting that it was actually just uh, it was worse. Somehow we, right. we we thought everything was better and it was worse. Yep. Crazy. What was the stat they had in the broadcast today? Like Hackett's the third consecutive Broncos head coach to start three and seven. It's just mind blowing. It's so bad. And Fangio started three and eight. <sighs> All right. Oh, nice. Uh, from Nick, why not cut ties and eat the money on Wilson's contract? Handle that. We got to just record a video. Let's just do an explainer. Quick video. Good explainer. Yeah. It'll, it'll just start every single podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like the last 15 seconds of the countdown or whatever is somebody explaining why they can't get rid of Russ. Yes. Yeah. But like, let's get into the real details of like yep. what it would look like. Yep. You can either pay $22 million to have him. Or one hundred and one million dollars to not have him. Now one hundred one million dollars that you million can't dollars. use. You right, don't have right, the right. space to do that. Man, that's just a, that's a podcast. Yeah. One day is just breaking it down. That's more than just a two minute explainer right there. Fair. It'd probably be both and an article. Yeah. 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 Cover all the bases. <laughs> of course. All right, <laughs> Steve coming in and says, "In which game do you think we see the return of the quarterback carousel animation?" Ooh. Real quick, can you go back to the regular comments, Kale? Uh, never mind. When, the, do see, when do we see the quarterback carousel? I mean, Soon that's Monday Night Football, right? Mm. It is a Monday Night Football so thing. So yeah. it would be uh, next season. Yep. Broncos only play on Sundays here moving forward. Yep. Um, also, the Broncos-Chiefs game in two weeks from tonight, actually, that's Sunday Night Football, That we will know if that is flexed by Tuesday or Wednesday this week. If it gets flexed, can it get flexed to 11 a.m.? It um, cannot. It, no, because it. it's in Denver, unfortunately. Damn it. Yep, I know, I know. I got to imagine that if Josh Allen's playing a, a competent team, they'll the Jets, flex to that. Or right? Something. Yeah, that's a good game. Mike White? Yep. I think it is Bill's Jets and the marvelous Mike White. But very true. CBS gets to protect one. Uh, so, like, they probably protect that one. I'm not sure what the top Fox game is. We'll see. What a game of chess. What a game of chess. All right. Uh, the Great Browse says six more years of pain. Defense just doesn't care. It's got to be hard to be that defense man and just keep putting out amazing performances and getting nothing for it. What I will say is for most of these guys, my th- my message to them would be like, you're playing for yourself. Absolutely. Don't think about like uh, the idea that, you know, it's so hard because of this offense. Like you you're making money or losing money based on how you play. Absolutely. Yeah. And today I don't feel bad for the defense. I don't think they held up there under the bargain True. while also saying that the offense obviously didn't either. No, I don't, I don't think any part of this team held up their end of the bargain. They didn't. Although it is the magic number of 24 that they held them under. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. the standards have changed. Yep. 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 They have Dar- Well, and against a bad offense too. Yep. Man, Darren Gray says, Bench Wilson, play backups with Hackett calling plays. Just to be mean on the way out. Wants him to get fired? Real quick, are Panthers fans, like, 
their their conversations are probably like, "Yo, Sam Darnold might be the future." <laughs> wow. Oh, they 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 probably upset about this game about getting a win. Probably, probably because they know Possible. where their season's going and they still have that first round pick next year. Must be nice. <laughs> next one, I miss Champ Bailey from Victor T. Yes, me too. Although wow. yep. Pat did have a tackle early in the game that oh, on a third yeah. down that was vintage Champ Bailey. That was so yep. he got so low and not just tackled him, but made sure Stopped he didn't him. go any further. Yep. Yep. I think it was in the a- ASU U of A game. Did you see that tackle mm-hmm. where the, it was like a it would have been a first down to ice the game, and the guy literally grabbed him by the undershirt and like it was like kind of like out of a movie where like you reach like so close to where you need to go and then like he just pulls the undershirt <laughs> back and he doesn't quite get to the first down. Oh, One handed just on the undershirt, wow. it was sick. Just pure biceps, yeah, right there. just all strength and finger strength, and the guy's My like goodness. almost like running in place because he's trying to go. <laughs> that is that is too good. Did you guys see uh, Justin Simmons just? hang on i think it was to foreman's leg and kind of get like dragged yep. a yard before he's yep. able to bring him down yep definitely yep. reminded me of me yep yeah. henry said not a missed tackle not yeah a missed no tackle. no no he, yep. he, he got him down he eventually have a clean whiff later all yeah. right last super chat for now maybe we have a couple more uh invest all resources in the o-line take the ball out of russ's hands and you can be competitive while we eat the contract i think you can actually be better than that if you get an, a good offensive line yeah i think you could turn this whole thing around it's just you can't just get a good offensive line or else everyone would do it. I think you could. I don't think I don't know that you would, but I think you could. If you got good offensive line, you could be a playoff team. When uh when the Broncos got the muffed punt that the Panthers had and they went down, I Oof. think they kicked a field goal from that. Um, they didn't throw a single pass. Now, Russ did get sacked once um in in that, so they did drop back, but it was four or five passes out of five or six plays and to me it's like damn it's pretty it's pretty uh telling of what they kind of thought of russ in that moment and they uh well when they went down to score that late touchdown it really felt like to me like they were really trying to get russ a uh, touchdown pass it did it did just like well we'll throw it four straight times trying to get him one. yep ends the day one touchdown no picks yep it's like, okay, that's not great, but it's not horrible. No, today was horrible. I think Russ is getting uh, sick of the dude on TikTok who says making yeah. a TikTok <laughs> every day until oh, Russell no. Wilson has more touchdown passes than toilets in his house. Oh, man. And so now he's at eight for the season. He has 12 toilets in his house, and there's six games left. So you do, you do one a game, just like he did today. I don't think it's happening. You think he ties? Maybe. If he's under, that would mean... Half a touchdown a game at most. Oh, my goodness. Pretty rough. It is. All right. uh, Anything else, Kale? No. All right. That is all we have for you all today. Uh, Appreciate you guys for tuning in. We'll, of course, be with you. It doesn't mean you approve of the Broncos' result if you hit us with a thumbs up on your way out. It's true. We appreciate that from everyone. Uh, That is going to do it for us today. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Maybe be ready for an early morning emergency podcast. Mm, I know we will be ready. Uh, So potentially see you early. If not, we'll see you guys later. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll catch you tomorrow.